welcome to episode 13 with Danielle Mason. Danielle is a British media spokesperson, actress, and model. In 2004, she got her start on the front cover and as well as the storied page three of The Sun, which has long been the biggest selling newspaper in the UK. She then traveled internationally for years as a model, actress, and then reality TV star, including her turn in My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. We had a time of it ironing out the technical glitches on her side of the Atlantic, so there's some unevenness at times in the audio, but all in all, it was lots of fun getting to know Danielle, and it uh, turned out to be a fine recording. She had to get to London for a book launch for her friend Phil, so though the interview was shorter than usual, I think we had a great conversation that I hope you'll enjoy as well. But first, a word for our sponsorships. The Romani people, the nomadic travelers who began their journey from northern India over 1,500 years ago, are stuff of legend. In medieval Europe, their darker hair and skin inspired locals to imagine that the Roma were Egyptian, hence the origin of the mistaken term gypsies. Their official flag depicts a red wagon wheel, emblematic of the itinerant artisans' tents and wagons. The Romani people have suffered enslavement and discrimination over centuries for their different looks and habits, including the decree in 1554 by Queen Mary of England that being a gypsy was punishable by death, and in the deaths of hundreds of thousands rounded up in genocide by the Nazis. The Romani people, through it all, have continued to cultivate their singular contributions of artistry and culture as they evolve alongside the worlds they inhabit. The Romani people belong anywhere. And good housekeeping. The international magazine by that name started in 1885 and has been in continual print. The simple aim of good housekeeping, however, and learning new hacks for good living will always be popular. Good housekeeping. Everything in its place. Welcome, everybody, to Who We Know. I'm your host, Patrick Aziz. This idea for a small world experiment in podcasting started with a conversation during a bicycle ride with my friend Matt, who was my first guest on the program. He nominated his neighbor, Lars, a university professor, who then invited our next guest and so on, through 12 connections until the gang member turned mentor to kids on the street, Carl Scott, nominated today's guest, Danielle Mason. Danielle has worked as a glamour model who launched her modeling career on the famous or infamous British Sons page three, uh, continued modeling and acting for many years, and now a professional presenter who has spent considerable time in the British limelight and is now branching into the world of advice and help in good housekeeping, among other things. She very graciously joins us today to share some of her life story. We are so lucky to have Danielle on who we know, thanks in part to her to her invitation by Carl. Danielle, thank you so much thank you for, for coming me. on the program today. Thanks for having me. I've given you nuts already. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. 
So I I like to start with the wide open question. Uh, what is the origin story of Danielle Mason? How did you get to be who you are to, and uh, and who helped you along the way? So, like, is this it's going out to, like, American listeners? Like, I don't know if Americans yes. are familiar with, like, the press that we have over here compared to what you Well, so, yeah, have. give us a little give us a little primer. Give it, Tell us a little uh, bit about okay. it. Okay, so we have tabloid newspapers over here, and there's a page three section. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, yeah, so I did my research even just this morning, and I saw that page three started in 1970, yeah. and, you know, and so there's, you know, you know, topless models and bikini models, yeah. and so there's all this hullabaloo, like, I don't know, maybe like five or ten years ago where people were like, you know, no more of this because it's exploitative, yeah. and then other people were like, it's beautiful, Pe you know, yeah. women are fantastic, let's show them. Anyway, so there's, you know, some of that, but I know that it launched, yeah. it launched the careers of many, many it amazing has. models and actresses, it yeah? It has, it actually has. Um, I think the world's just got a bit too political now, but page three <laughs> used to be a big thing. Um, in the UK and uh, I launched on it on 2004 um, Okay. and I hit the front cover because I have a famous sister that's quite well known in the UK for doing a British soap called EastEnders so okay. with, with that um, I landed the front cover and I was like what um, and then with that I just ended up going on to doing all the women's mags, all the lads' mags, even American ones, FHM, um, you know, uh, international, traveling, making calendars. And then I went on to do TV, um, reality TV shows. Yeah, wow. And I have trained as an actress and I have done some parts in films. And now I have launched out into presenting, which I've been doing... Well, I've been doing it the whole time, but I've only just really got into good housekeeping because obviously I've had a cleaning business as well on the side. So I know a lot about. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, about cleaning. And over here in the UK, they love a cleaning show. So um, <laughs> I think it's since lockdown where everyone's been in and want, had nothing else to do but clean. But um, so, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah, amazing. I give a lot yeah. of celebrities advice on how to clean their home and things like that. And I've just done a pilot for a TV show. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah. So I have to just, I have to ask the obvious question. What's it like to be a sought after calendar girl and international model? Like what, what was fun about it and what, what was hard um, about it? The fun side about it was traveling and the fun parties. Obviously, I wouldn't like that now. But obviously, when you're younger, I did. Um, got, yeah, of uh, course. Some really cool parties in London. And then I went to Barbados, Marbella, um, loads of places just shooting, really. And the downside of it, sometimes you get put into that certain category of a glamour model. Like, I think people think that you're thick or that you haven't done anything else in your life when you have. But a lot of intelligent girls did page three. Um, so... Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. yeah, but people people have that sort of bimbo, yeah. like, oh, she doesn't know what anything but her body or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's fantastic that you got to fly around the world yeah. and have a lovely time and um, be appreciated by the masses. Yes. So it that, was, that's that's it exciting. Was a great and, part of my life. And, and then, uh, and then, so now, 
um, you apparently have enough cachet in the world to like uh, wrangle some studio into doing you know pilots for house house cleaning and this this phenomenon that's going on. And re- you've mentioned I listened to a couple of your interviews. You mentioned reality TV, so um, like where they put people in situations and then say, okay, let's find out what Danielle does now. Like what what was the reality TV stuff about? Um, so one of the actually you've got this in America. One of the TV shows that I ended up doing was um, Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I don't. I I was presenting a cage fight, and I met a cage fighter, and he was a traveller. We call them travellers here. I don't know what you call them there, gypsy. Sure, yeah, you know, and I did my research too about the 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 gypsies and how you know travellers and that they originally came maybe from from yeah, India yeah. like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So there's population all over Europe and including in in the UK, yeah. yeah? So um, and so so the travellers, one of them was a cage fighter. Yeah. You introduced them. Yeah, um, I ended up having two children with him and staying with him for about seven years something like that amazing um, okay uh, we're not together now but um when we did this big fat chips event it had like 15 million viewers it was like bigger than um x factor it was it was just huge i don't know why like people just showed this massive interest in it then from there i went on and did all our good morning shows here in the uk and just got a bit of a profile from it really after that and it was a bit, I think people took to it as well because they were like, what, a page three girl is getting with a, a traveller and it's totally against their whole religion thing, things like that. It's totally against it. Um, they're very they're very insular society. Yeah. They like they keep to yeah. themselves. So the, it, they were like, oh, my up in arms, like where where's he got this girl from? Um, and then, yeah, I just went on to do me and him ended up splitting up I did a couple of other shows where um one was called Gypsies Next Door which was where I took a traveler girl and got her into glamour modeling another which didn't go down well and then another (laughs) another show I did was Gypsy Kids which is about children um with my children it was about them being half and half so they had my Uh way of life and then they had his way of life um yeah and then I think those shoes, shows have kind of finished now here in the UK. Um, and then I went on and did the good housekeeping thing and did some other TV bits and pieces. And yeah. So it's like you're riding the wave of like what's in fashion, like as far as like the, the, the British television and popular culture. So you went from, you know, Calendar Girl to these these TV shows. And I, the, the the cultural, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm giving a proper summary, but, um, and, and your, uh, the cultural navigation with your kids, is that continuing to go well or is it challenging? It's very or, challenging because um, my little boy started senior school now and the traveller community don't like them, don't really have their kids in senior school like they come out before. I don't know what senior school is. Senior uh, school. I don't what, know what age. Or... So you have junior school, which is like age... Like primary yeah, school. Yeah, primary yeah. school, like, which is like age three okay. to 11. And then when they hit 11, they okay, go yeah. on to senior school. And then they go... Okay, yeah. Sure, ha- yeah, we call it middle school, high school. High yeah. school, I think it would be come under as you guys. Yeah, they don't do high school. So I've had problems because obviously I want my child in high school and sure. their dad doesn't. But um, yeah, they the, the children live with me and spend a lot more time with me. So they follow my way of life. 
Sure, but what a super challenge. And so the travelers, they say, you know, they've got the reading and yeah. writing and math. They don't need yeah, more. Yeah, uh, well, Some ways I do agree because I don't think sometimes school doesn't teach you common sense sometimes. Um, it's sure. good to go to school if you want to be a doctor or, um, I don't know, like a solicitor. Yeah, but nobody's asked you about how the electrons bind to the atoms next door yeah, in the last 20 years for you, you, right? So, how to actually make money. Like, it teaches you how to learn skills, like if you want to be a professor or something like that. But when it comes to, like, your day-to-day -day life, I mean, you still got people out there that have to... <laughs> tarmac drives and do roofs so, and they make a <laughs> right. lot of money from that so you can't knock them they do make a lot of money and i think they just teach their children Definitely. pull them out of school they've got their reading and writing and they pull them out of school and then they um put them straight into a trade by the time they're 16 they know the trade inside out and they're earning loads of money mm. and then before you mm. know it they're doing big building companies and all sorts which is which is it there's a lot of money there to be made so i can't blame them in that respect but yeah very practical yeah. but yeah super hard to navigate yes, i imagine so well well blessings to you on the path because i i uh, i can only i can only guess um yeah i can only guess that it's a, a big um a big piece of your life yeah. and you know trying to make it work as you go year to year and explore what you know what that dual kind of existence yeah. is like um so um i uh have some questions so <laughs> <laughs> so i i wrote i wrote down here so i have to ask uh you have uh, more recently launched this cleaning pro service and have been featured again in the sun yeah. your origin paper uh, for your tips and tricks on getting your place to feel bright and sparkling yeah. and i thought your advice on the task of cleaning uh one's home was quite practical uh, as well as environmentally friendly so you had you know if you don't have a scouring pad ready you have a wadded a bit of tin yeah. foil can work as easily and uh, a squeeze of lemon with water yeah. can be a good window cleaner like the acid from lemon juice helps loosen build up so you know kudos to you for for finding actual useful living tips to the masses and and the main inspiration to delve into all this is just mainly because it was bubbling up in the uh in the populace, I guess during during COVID, that this was yeah. really uh, interesting to people, yeah. and so you just delved into it. And and were you naturally interested in uh, in in this sort of like life hack kind of stuff before, or you how, how did this all so happen? I have been doing cleaning since I was like fifteen, on and off. Um, it just worked well around the children. But then when I was in the traveler uh -huh. community, it's like literally the women's lives revolve around cleaning and bacteria and their homes like literally are so clean so I picked up all this stuff with all the cleaning products and learned loads about you know just simple things that people don't even think about you know like I don't know like using your cloth once like you get men right now this is disgusting but you get men that sometimes like will go and clean their toilet or whatever and then just chuck the 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 whatever the cloth in the kitchen or something like you just can't do things oh, like gosh. that you just can't <laughs> it's just like you just can't do things like that so it's like I just learned like so much about hygiene and um just general day-to-day -day, keeping your house so clean um and then nice and and 
Uh-huh, go yeah, ahead. And when I did my presenting, obviously, then I had a, I've got a cleaning company as well, so obviously that helps. But um, so I've got like twenty years experience in cleaning, and then when I went to do my presenting showreel um, with this really top guy actually from the BBC over here, he said, "Danielle, you need to incorporate your cleaning with your presenting because it's just going to work really well." So I did, and I have, and it's going really well. <laughs> Nice. And so and when you talk about presenting, it's just like an all in one, like people um, can use you to promote uh, and market or uh, like introduce, like be like an um, like an MC or somebody to, to bring things yeah. together. Like what is presenting all involved um, well, there? The presenting that I like doing is um, documentaries, uh, radio, like I've done some showbiz reports for UK radio over here. Um, and mainly I've just been doing presenting with the housekeeping, which is showing people how to do um, different hacks, cleaning hacks. Um, uh-huh. So being on camera and uh, introducing and narrating different different yeah, stories and topics. Right. Yes, with all around the cleaning. Yeah, beautiful. And you're already apparently a household familiar uh, name and persona. So, so. Uh, people are like, oh... We- <laughs> Apparently so. I, I say, yeah, don't sell yourself short. I was I was so impressed when I was just like, okay, Daniel Mason, who's this? And like you pop up all oh, over the thanks. place. So in the interest of time, because because you are so nicely uh, fitting uh, me into uh, your life oh, today. No, thank you um, for I, yours too. I often will ask a survey of five questions to people just about uh, life and living. And so... Um, so the first question is, uh, can you think of a general period of time in your life, at least several days long, when you thought, I'm really happy right now, and you recognized it as it was happening? And if so, what was going on? <laughs> um, I think probably, I would say, like, obviously, after the birth of your children, but it's still a very stressful time. So I can't of course. Really say that I was a mess because my hormones were all over the place. So probably... I ha- I have like periods like that quite a lot. Um, just when the children are happy, sometimes being on holiday with them really, like being outside of work, like just enjoying, like not having the phone and just enjoying general things, like just being on holiday. Um, so probably when I was in Portugal for a week, that was really nice. Um, recently with the children just switching off for everything. I was really happy and just chilled and could li- literally give them all of my time. So, yeah. Yeah, switching off the technology yeah, is so good. Yeah, because I'm rubbish at technology anyway, as you know. <laughs> it's all worked out, though. Here we yeah. are talking. Um, and, uh, okay, so second question. Can you think of a, a moment, if that was several days long, can you think of a moment of joy uh, any time in your life from when you were three years old to now that you can recall that was meaning meaningful to you somehow and what what comes to mind um well I've got to say the birth of my children even though they drive me up the wall but it's like your own little person that you created so I'd probably say the birth of both of my children so two days of happiness yeah fantastic um and then, uh, do you know of anyone who you would consider to be an unusually happy person, like genuinely in a good place? And if so, what's up with them? Oh, Britney Spears seems to be having a good time, doesn't she? 
Um, obviously, yeah. I see people when they are happy, but not generally always happy because the bills over here are so high. It seems to ruin things for everybody at the moment. Um, so I can't actually probably children because they don't have the stresses. My little girl's happy every day. My little boy isn't. <laughs> my little girl, probably my little girl Delilah. She's always so happy. Beautiful. And then uh, fourth question. Uh, is there anything that you don't have in your life right now that if it were to become manifest somehow that you think you'd be substantially happier than you are today? And if so, what's if that? I, if, if, I'm saying if, no, I will be, I'm going to have a TV show in Good Housekeeping and then I'll be really happy because it's like I've achieved something. Also, I would be really happy if I had just, I mean, there's, you know, like when people do, I don't know. Do you have I'm a celebrity? Get me out of here over there. No, no I don't think so. Say it, say it one more time. I'm a celebrity. I'm a, get I'm a me out of here. It's basically a, they chuck you know, in a really I, uncomfortable situation, and you have to overcome that. So you get put in the jungle in Australia with a load of spiders. I would really like to do something like that because I feel that that would be a massive achievement for me, and it would make my kids proud of me. So you will you would like to be on one of these like survival yeah, type like programs or uh, something like that you know that something that you can really feel like you've achieved something Yeah wonderful okay and uh the last of these questions is okay so you've lived life now on the planet for uh so many years and and just from your life experience and not something that you've read in a book somewhere uh, do you think you can offer some something in the way of advice for the rest of us as to how to be a happier human being? Be a happier being? human being. I think you need to find something you love in life and you need to stick with it. And like, don't ever do anything that makes you, if you're unhappy in your job, anything, change it. Like you may not earn what you want to be earning, but if you love that job so much, you love that passion so much, just keep following it and never give up. And eventually you'll get paid for that passion. Yeah, may it be so. Finally, the last bit on our little game of tag playing around the world is, um, do you happen to have uh, someone to nominate for our next uh, program on Who We Know? Um, my friend Phil that I'm going to a book launch today, he's a writer. I'd like to nominate him. Uh-huh. Um, and if Phil's not up for it, but I'm sure he will because your show's amazing, if he's not <laughs> up, then I'd like to nominate a skin specialist that I know called Scott. All right. So, so uh, Phil, we will uh, reach yep. out to Phil and uh, see, see yep. if he's game. And, and if not, Scott, uh, we will check in on. And uh, you said that Scott does uh, yeah, beauty makeup? Yeah, he does. He's just been testing, actually, the Kardashian stuff. Um, so he's just been in the press for saying, don't use their products. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's so but, funny. Um, I'm, I'm seeing Phil today, so I'm going to have a chat with him. But hopefully get Phil's Yeah, lovely. Oh, I've got my other friend, Stephen, um, who's a writer as well. He's in PR over here, him. So I've got a choice of three people. So many possibilities. Okay, well, well, here's what we should do then. Um, think about it. Talk to these fine gentlemen. And, uh, yeah, see who's game. 
And uh, it will be a big reveal then when uh, when when we launch the next episode, and we'll see who yeah. you've got. But Danielle, thank, thank you, you so much for me. coming I on. I, this was such a such a lovely thank conversation. Many thanks to Matt Garland and Erika Borrego for getting Seasons 1 and 2 started, and to Lars Henriks for our theme music. They say podcasting is a team sport. This means, who we know, friend, that if you are enjoying this grand experiment in connections, please take a moment to do all the helps. Text this episode link to a friend or two who might appreciate it. Rank the show with some stars or a review. Follow Who We Know by hitting subscribe and visit us on www.whowenow.studio where you can see pictures of our guests or write to us. I look forward to sharing our next episode with you soon. And until then, may you find beauty on your path along the way.